0: Welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Boschel. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. This is your moment to take courage, to get up and to make your way to Jesus. I know a comeback is never easy, whether it's spiritual, physically, relational, financial. But you have to make up your mind that you're not going to be in the same place where you've been, just like Bartimaeus did. When you experience a setback, I tell you again and again, don't you dare take a step back, because God has planned your comeback. Say, God is my comeback in mind. Get me down, please. A comeback to find is a return to a earlier earlier, former and better position or condition. So God says, I know the thoughts I think toward you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Our God is a God of restoration. Our God's intent with your life is to get you to a better place than you've ever been. He wants to take you higher than you've ever been. He wants to do more in your life. Can you believe it today? Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. If you believe it today, say amen. Come on and give the Lord a praise in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It also means a full recovery. So 2024, I believe as a country, we are gonna have a tremendous comeback, but you better go vote. As a family, your marriage, your children, come back here. As a church, after COVID, COVID or churches across the country, a comeback year. As a businessman, I don't know what you have lost, but God is a God of restoration. He wants to restore your losses. Say amen. As an individual, spiritual revival, your physical body, your financial restoration. I believe God has a miracle for you. And I believe that God wants to put you on that path of the miraculous this morning. If you believe it, say amen and give the Lord a great praise here today in Jesus' name. So our scripture this morning is Mark chapter 5. And I want to talk about a woman who had an issue of blood. Mark chapter 5 verse 25, the Bible says, A certain woman with a flow of blood for 12 years, underline that. 12-year-old, 12-year-old. Not 12 minutes, not 12 years. And had suffered many things from many physicians. Not the doctor's fault, right? They try to help. She had spent all, underline that, that she had, and was no better, underline that, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd. And touched his garment. For she said, If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched me? Who touched my clothes? I mean, many people were touching Jesus in that day. Many people were bumping against Jesus and received nothing. But this woman, she made her way to Jesus Christ. She was desperate. She needed a miracle. She wasn't familiar with the presence of God. That day she heard. That day she made up her mind. That day she risked it all. That day she made her way to Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you this morning, my dear friend, I don't know what you are facing, I don't know what you are going through, but you've got to make up your mind to get yourself closer to Jesus because He still is a miracle worker. He still is a way maker. He still is a promise keeper. He still is a storm calmer. He still is the healer of disease. Come on, He still rolls the rock away. Oh, come on. Somebody in this place this morning, in the name of Jesus, shout Amen and give Him praise. Hallelujah. And Jesus, knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? The disciples said "Jim, you see the multitude thronging and you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman fearing and trembling, and I'll explain now. She wasn't afraid of Jesus. She was operating out of the confines of the law. She was afraid of the punishment that would follow her violating the law, the old covenant as she made her way to Jesus, knowing what had happened to her, came and told him, the, fell before him and told him the whole truth. And Jesus said to her daughter, your faith has made you well, go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Think about it for a moment. This woman suffered for 12 long years, 365 days a year. She suffered. This woman lost everything. She needed a comeback. She lost her health. She lost her wealth she lost her dignity. Because under the law, if it was that time of the month, ladies, you were deemed unclean. That's why you have to love Jesus more than the brothers. Amen. Come on, ladies, give the Lord a praise, okay? Uh, um, I, can't, I can't camp here, but I wanna explain this to you so you can actually understand, see, see what's happening here. In Leviticus 15, the Bible says, verse 25, if a woman has a discharge of blood for many days, other than all the time of her customary impurity or if it runs beyond her usual time of impurity, all the days of her unclean discharge shall be as days of her customary impurity. She shall be unclean. And by the way, those ladies at that time had to go live outside of the city walls or stay indoors only. And if they happened to go into a public space, just like a leper, they had to say unclean Unclean, unclean, because whoever touched her, whoever came close to her, would be unclean as well. So when she makes her way to Jesus Christ, she's risking everything because the law forbids it. But she's gonna access a new law, a new dispensation which is the law of grace, which is the law of mercy. Jesus came to change the dispensation under the old covenant. When the unclean touches the clean, the clean will become unclean. But yeah, when the unclean touches the clean, the unclean shall become clean. i tell you, I don't care how bad you sin, how bad you'll stain, how bad your failure. You make your way to Jesus and you touch the hem of the garment of Jesus Christ. He's gonna wash your sin away. He's gonna break the power of the devil over your life. And what was unclean in your life will become clean again. Come on, some lady, jump to your feet and give the Lord a praise for what Jesus did for you. So the Bible says, Every bed that she lay upon was unclean. Every chair she sat upon was unclean. The car she drove in, okay. Whoever touched wherever she was, was deemed to be unclean. So all the people she touched, she risked because she was crawling through the crowd. Imagine living like that for 12 years. How she should have, must have felt. Cause I think sometimes we read the Bible as a fairy tale and we don't actually realize the trauma and the emotional anxiety and rejection people faced. For 12 years, she had been to every doctor. For 12 years, there was no hope. For 12 years, all her dignity was taken away from her. For 12 years, she was in isolation until she heard about Jesus Christ. This woman wasn't living, she was surviving from day to day. There was no hope. Thank God she never committed suicide. There must have been something on the inside of her that said one day, and I wanna tell you, you should never lose your anticipation. It may take two years or two to to 12 years. You need to keep your anticipation and say one day, a miracle is coming my way. One day, my child is gonna come to his senses. One day, that prodigal is gonna come home. One day, my business is gonna get a breakthrough because God's got a miracle for me. Miracle after miracle, another miracle is on its way. Come on, this morning God can touch your son that has lost his mind. This morning God can bring somebody back to their senses, but you've got to make your way to Jesus. So this is a woman, we don't even know her name, but she matters so much that she's in the Bible. She needed a comeback in her physical body, in her mind, her self-esteem, her finances, so she made her way to Jesus. I want you to hear me this morning. Let's never get casual with this serving God. And let's never turn this into a religion. He is the way, the truth and the life. He is the light of the world. He is the one who loves you like no one else. And I'll tell you now, my dear friends, South Africa and we've got all the top police people in, in Johannesburg, 200 of them, they've marched already, they're in the church, etc. The place they wanted to arrest me all the time. So thank God they are there. They're gonna to have to listen to me preach the gospel this morning. Many of them are gonna get saved, give the Lord a praise for that, amen. Hallelujah. God's got his own sense of humor and God always has the last say. I love it. So I'll be kind. So let's talk about how she received her miracle or her comeback. Number one, she heard. Everybody says she heard. Number two, she said. Everybody says she said. No, that's not everybody. You, you need to become talking Christians, okay? Okay, stop yelling at your husband and begin to, to speak the word of God. Okay, um, say she said. And number three, she acted. This woman was in a desperate situation, and she heard about Jesus. What happens when we hear about Jesus? Faith comes. Romans 10 verse 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. I want to tell you this, my dear friend. Your breakthrough will never come, and your breakthrough will never last, outside of the Word of God. People make a mistake. They want a miracle, but they don't know the Word. This Word, I want to pause here for a moment. The Bible, this Bible, these pages, the Logos, is what brings you to the living Word. You will never know the living word Jesus Christ without the written word if you want to know God's word or God's will you have to become committed to the logos because this logos talks about Jesus this logos is what builds your faith this logos this written word is what gives you access into the presence of Jesus Christ this logos is what God watches over. This Logos is what God confirms. This Logos is what God performs in your life. This Logos, listen, the written word is what is exalted above the name of God. So if if we lose our respect for the Word of God and we treat God's Word like a menu, we, 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 we take the parts we like and we tear the parts out that we don't like, we are never gonna access. The full presence of Jesus Christ. Are you listening to me today? You can't have your favourite Bible verses and ignore the rest. This word is a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. This word is the substance of your faith. And you're not going to get a breakthrough without faith. The Bible says, this is the victory, 1 John 5 verse 4, that overcomes the world, even our faith. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 verse 6, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and there is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So this woman was hopeless until she heard. She heard about Jesus. Now Jesus is alive, I get it, but He's the Word as well. He's caught up in these pages, listen to me today. If you want your breakthrough, your miracle, you need to be committed to finding both the written Word and the living Word. If you love the Word of God today, come on somebody, to get to your feet and thank God for the Word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Jeremiah 23 verse 29, the Bible says, "'It's not my word like a fire,' says the Lord, "'like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces.'" Sometimes the rock that has to be broken is that stubbornness in your mind, the unbelief, the resentment, the hatred, the things that will keep you from accessing the presence of God. Proverbs 4, 20, the Bible says, My son give your full attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings, do not let them depart from your heart, or do not let them depart from your eyes, keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find it, health to all their flesh. Joshua 1 verse 8, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then you will make your way prosperous and have good success. You neglect the Word of God, you neglect your access into the throne of grace, and you neglect the foundation of faith. So listen to me, we may jump up and down in this church, But this is a Bible church. This is a Word-based church. We build our lives upon the Word of God, the teaching of Scripture. We honour the Word of God as the final authority in our lives. Say Amen today. So John chapter 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, all things were made through Him. Without Him nothing was made that was made. So the Word is there in the beginning. Both the Logos, And the Rhema, the living word, and the written word. Verse 14 says, The word became flesh and dwelt among among us. What is the word? The word is God's will, it's God speaking to us. That's why Jesus said, I only do the things I see my Father do, because he changed the dispensation. The Bible says in Acts 10, 38, he went about how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, and He went about doing good, healing all that was oppressed of the devil. So here Jesus comes and He brings a new order, a new dispensation, one of grace and truth, grace and mercy. He's God's will personified. He's God's will in the flesh. He is Emmanuel. He says, The works I do, they speak of my Father. Everything Jesus did, testified of God. Why is this so important? Because oftentimes when people go through a crisis, the first thing they doubt is God's will for their lives. They say, Father, have you brought this upon me? And they have wavering faith. The Bible says our faith should be unwavering. And it only can be if you are grounded in the Word of God, if you know the Bible. This is the New Covenant, the New Testament. This is God's will. These are God's thoughts on paper for you and me. So this written word, Scripture, is the only way to find your way to Jesus Christ through revelation of the Holy Spirit. Are you listening to me this morning? All the jumping, shouting, and and, and those things are wonderful, but they don't access God's presence. We access God's presence by faith. Yes, faith in what? In the redemption we have. Faith in the blood. That we are redeemed, that we're righteous, that we have access, but we have to know it. Because if if we're not full of faith, we will be full of fear. And fear will rob you of your confidence in God. So if you treat God's word by the way, you are not going to access the presence of God very confidently. So this Bible... I mean your Bible. You have to love it. You have to read it. No, 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 no. Because this Bible will keep you from sin and sin will keep you from this Bible. You spend time in this Bible, your mind will change. You spend time in, your, in this Bible, your outlook will change. You stay, spend time in this Bible, your, 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 your desires will change. will line up with God's will and, and, and this will cause you to access God's prayer. Are, are you listening to me? It's like sometimes we think a miracle is a quick fix. It's not what I'm advocating at all. This woman suffered for 12 years and then she heard about Jesus and faith came into her heart. And then she made her way to Jesus. I want to read the scripture and I have to move on. In John chapter 5 verse 39 and 40, Jesus says to the Pharisees, you search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life and these are they which testify of me. So you cannot have faith in your church doctrine and it never brings you into a living relationship with Jesus Christ. This Word is designed to bring you into a living relationship with Jesus Christ. Say amen this morning in Jesus' name. It says, but you're not willing to come to me that you may have life. So you're not gonna have strong, victorious faith and breakthrough outside of God's Word The written Word and the living Word. You need a strong relationship with both of them. And I'm going to say it again. You're never going to have a strong relationship with Jesus outside of the Word. It's not possible. This is God's conversation. These are the thoughts of God on paper. This is the will of God that becomes revealed to us as we spend time in the Word and pray. So you neglect the Word of God. Something else will replace God's will and God's word in your life. So this Bible is your pathway to Jesus. Listen to me very clearly. This Bible is your gateway into God's will. This is what became flesh and dwelt among us. In John chapter 15 verse 7, Jesus says, If you abide in me and my word abides in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. So we need to know what God's will is. When we go through a crisis, a storm, there are many people with many opinions. We cannot be derailed by the people's opinions. We have to take courage. We have to get up, put our feet back on solid ground. The rock, the Word of God. Matthew 7, the wise man that built his house on the rock that he hears the sayings of Jesus and He does them. When the storms come, the rains descend, the floods come, that house stands because that house is founded on solid ground on the Word of God. Come on, give the Lord a praise for the Word. Hallelujah. So, so, so why is number one so important? Because number one will determine number two. She said to herself, do you know that you're all talking to yourself all the time? Do you know you've walked into this service today and when we sang too long, you thought to yourself, this is emotion? Because mm-hmm. you're as dead as a doornail. You tell your wife, leave your scot. You've wrote, then, Krabbiki mwesi mm-hmm. <laughs> man. I mean, but we we all are talking to ourselves all the time. You say, what do you mean? We have an inner conversation and we have an outer conversation all the time. And and, and that conversation launches us either into God's comeback or keeps us from God's comeback. It either propels us forward or it causes us to resign, to step back. The inner conversation, thoughts of doubt, fear, insecurity, shame, condemnation, guilt. Those things stop us from moving into the presence of God. Now remember the law demanded that she had to go around and say unclean, unclean. But what came out of her mouth wasn't what she was told to say. What came out of her mouth was faith. She said, if I can only Touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. If I can only but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. If I can only access the presence of God, I will be made whole. Oh, come on in the name of Jesus. You have to stop talking about your problems and you have to begin to voice the promises of God. Stop talking about your giants and begin to talk about the grapes. Stop talking about your storms and your mountains and begin to talk to your storms and your mountains, because there's life and death in the power of your tongue this woman said to herself and I'll tell you today you are talking to yourself all the time whether you open your mouth or not you have to change the inner conversation you have to rewrite what is in your heart and you do that through the Word of God so what is she doing while she's crawling in the dust While she's crawling hand and knees making her way to Jesus While she's trusting God for a breakthrough, she's talking to herself. What is she doing? She's changing her treasure because she has been demeaned. She's been hopeless. She's been helpless. She has had no dignity for 12 years and she's talking to herself. She's building her faith. If I can only touch the hem of His garment, if I can only touch, I shall, I shall, I shall be made whole. I will get my breakthrough. I will get my deliverance. I will get my restoration, whatever it is she said what she believed because when she heard about jesus faith came and i'll tell you my brother when when faith enters your heart your conversation better change you listen to what comes out of people's mouths and you know whether they operate in faith or unbelief so everybody has a conversation with themselves all the time and the trouble is when we open it and we say it to somebody else The Bible is clear in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. It says we have to cast down arguments. Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We have to bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Because my brother, the battle is between your ears. When you lose the conversation between your ears, you will resign yourself to a lesser life while God has planned more for you. We all fight those demons. We all have those voices talk to us, but we're going to have to get rid of those voices that say God is not faithful, that say God is not able, that says God doesn't love you, that says you are not good enough. Those voices that are trying to steal your dignity, those voices who remind you of your yesterday, you're going to have to begin to talk about your future. As God says, I know the thoughts I think toward you, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. You're going to have to begin to open your mouth and say my best days are ahead of me. You're going to have to open your mouth and begin to say miracle after miracle, miracle miracle after miracle something good is heading my way in the name of Jesus Christ I don't care how bad it seems how impossible it seems how long the delay has been my brother God has not abandoned you my sister Jesus has not forsaken you he's still the same yesterday today and forever and he has a miracle for you he has a breakthrough for you but you have to make up your mind to take courage and to get up and to make your way to Jesus this is what this woman did 12 years Imagine going from doctor to doctor and I honor all the doctors. I think it's one of the most noble profession. I say it every week because I really do believe it. I thank God I'm not a doctor. I mean, if I had to cut somebody and see blood, I'd faint, okay? when we take a baby out of a woman. That's like, Jesus, help us. Amen. You have a grace that is beautiful and wonderful and a respect to each and every one of you. So we're talking about just something that's not you, a bad doctor. That's just her experience. Because sometimes doctors can only do so much. That's why I tell people, you go to a Christian doctor, not any doctor. You find a Christian doctor because the best doctors are the Christian doctors. Say amen. Come on. In the name of Jesus, find a Christian doctor. A Christian doctor that knows sometimes medicine is not the answer. You need a miracle that will be honest enough to say, we can't help you medically speaking, but I'm going to pray with you and I'm going to believe with you. And we are going to trust God for a miracle. Say amen. Come on, doctors. In the name of Jesus, you are servants of God helping people. But she had gone from specialist to specialist to specialist to specialist. And you know, that sometimes can be disheartening because nobody finds out what's wrong with you. Nobody can stop the blood flow. And, 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 and 12 years, and she paid a lot of money. Wasn't a medical aid, she had to pay. She lost all her money, she lost the dignity, but she heard about Jesus. I care, but it doesn't matter how low you've gone, there's a miracle for you, but you have to make your way to Jesus. You, you, you have to stop living in a vacuum, listen to me. Your emotions out of control, struggling with depression and you neglect this. I'm not trying to put a heavy on you because when people go through depression, they don't want to hear positive things. I'm trying to help you. He sent his word and he healed them and delivered them from their destruction. You're going to have to get this Bible open. You're gonna to have to read, this is your medicine. Do you understand me? This is your medicine. This is God's will. This is God's breath. When you read this, this is where God puts faith in your heart. This is where God puts vision in your bones. This is where God breathes life upon you. You cannot neglect this, because when you, when you are grounded in this, You will have faith in your heart to make your way to Jesus. You're not going to listen to the naysayers and the negative people and the haters. You are going to get up out of the dust. And like this woman, you are going to make your way to Jesus Christ. And you are going to say, my time is coming. My miracle is coming. My breakthrough is on the way. And you are going to get yourself in the presence of God and something good is gonna happen, something is gonna shift. You are gonna feel in your body that you are cured of your affliction. You are gonna see the issue that you've been wrestling with for so long will disappear by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. If you believe it today, say amen and give the Lord a praise. Oh, come on, I'm trying to help somebody here this morning. Leave this neutral. You can't drive your car in neutral. Stop coming to church in neutral mode. Stop it. Stop it. Israel had to gather fresh manner every day. Wake up every morning with expectation. Access the Word of God. Number three, she acted. She took a risk. There's always a risk. What if it doesn't work? Well, what if it does? She had no guarantee, yet her faith was her guarantee. She made her way to Jesus. She acted against the law of the day. She risked her life. She risked to be stoned, but she made up her mind. I pray to God this morning that you make up your mind. I don't know what your battle is. I don't know what your issue is. But I'm telling you that God is able. I'm telling you that God loves you. I'm telling you that God has a, will make a way where there seems to be no way. I'm telling you that God will roll that rock away. I'm telling you that God will open that door that has been closed for so long. I'm telling you this morning, He's still a God of miracles. Miracle after miracle. Miracle. Oh, come on there on television. Miracle after miracle. In the name of Jesus Christ, He's not the one holding out on you. You've got to access Him by faith and you've got to get your eyes back on Jesus Christ and get yourself into the Word of God and put the Word of God in your mind and get all the other music out of your house and put some decent worship music on. I put worship music on from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. In my car you will hear worship music. The only thing I listen to is the Word in music. Because faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. You can't listen to all junk and every now and again can snack on the Word of God and think you'll have strong faith. My brother, you better make up your mind to become committed to the Word. My son, give your full attention to my Word. Give your full attention. Come on. There in television land, God loves you. God has a great plan for your life. I believe it with all my heart. God has no orphans. You are a son. You are a daughter of God. The blood of Jesus speaks on your behalf. You make your way back into the presence of Jesus. God bless you. We love you. Amen. Give them a hand. Hallelujah. Now the Bible is clear that faith without works is dead. There's no faith without action. She acted, then she received her miracle. But she acted on what? for some it seemed presumption others foolishness but it wasn't it was a faith risk because she heard about Jesus I'll tell you when you hear about Jesus it changes everything and when you spend time in the word of Jesus Christ it it grows faith in your heart right and it gives you that confidence to attempt great things for God because you are filled by faith not by hope But by faith, which is certain and sure. So she acted on the Word of God. She was crawling in the dust, believing. Feeding her faith while she was going through her crisis on the way to her breakthrough. She was talking to herself. But she wasn't only talking, she was acting. Doing the possible did what she could do. I mean, I'm not a woman, but I'm sure at this time, her iron levels were zero. I'm sure her body was so weakened that the only thing she could do was to crawl. I don't know, I'm just thinking. Every deficiency in her body, her hormones out of sync, everything. Woman might understand, I don't. 12 years. Twelve jaar, verswak in elke area van haar leven, verwaarloos, verwerp, toe woord sy van Jesus, toe woord sy van Jesus, luister vijf van ogen, toe zij sy van Jesus, toe zij. sy, sy die naam Jesus geword, she heard, there's a man called Jesus, she heard, There's a miracle worker, she heard. There's a man that opens the eyes of the blind, she heard. There's a man who heals the sick, she heard. There's a man who feeds the poor, she heard. There's a God of miracles, she heard. And you are hearing this morning that God is alive, that God is a miracle for you. So I want to encourage you and I want to shout what I did last week. It's time for you, my brother and my sister, to get up, to take courage and to get up in faith and to make your way back to Jesus Christ in faith and you keep on coming because she was crawling and Jesus was moving. He was walking and she was crawling. He was moving and she was crawling. It was not easy. He was moving in the opposite direction and she made her way to Jesus as weak as she was she knew if I could only touch the hem of his garment I shall be made whole. And I tell you today you will be touched by God you make your way to Jesus Christ I don't care what your problem what your situation my God is alive he opened the grave and he resurrected his son from the grave the devil could not hold him the grave could not keep him he's alive today and I'll tell you that same resurrection power he's available for you today miracle after miracle 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 after miracle I want to build your faith today get out of the land of hopelessness get yourself in the presence of God And believe today that something good is going to shift in your life. There's a miracle. There's a miracle. I prophesy it. A miracle, a breakthrough, an open door waiting for you. I prophesy it in the name of Jesus Christ. A miracle. Those chains are going to fall off. Those voices are going to be silent. That disease is going to dry up. That blood flow in your body is going to dry up. In the name of Jesus, on the basis of the Scripture, I prophesy to women struggling in this very area. I speak to your bodies and I command that blood flow, that issue to dry up by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, whatever you believe for Him, If it's healing in your body, put your hand on your body and sing miracle after miracle. If it's a financial breakthrough, trust God this morning. If it's a restoration in marriage, trust God this morning. There is nothing God cannot do. He's a miracle worker. Come on, my brother and my sister. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah.
1: Father, we thank you this morning that we could hear the message of your goodness, Father, the message of the power of the Word. And this morning we say thank you, thank you, Lord, for the strength, the power that is is in your Word. We thank you, Father, for every person in this place that heard the message, every person that heard the message that says, make your way to Jesus this morning we heard the message, we heard make your way to Jesus and you stand in this place, you ask yourself but where do I start where where does it start for me to make my way to Jesus like this woman with the issue of blood where does it start I want to ask you as you stand there that you for a moment close your eyes bow your head no one walking around this morning we heard that woman with the issue of blood was desperate to change she was desperate for her healing this morning you stand here maybe you are desperate for change in your life spiritually, physically, emotionally you are broken you have a past of sin I want to say to you this morning that you can make your way to Jesus I want to say to you that He's waiting for you. That woman with the issue of blood, she, she had guilt, she had condemnation. She felt like she cannot go to Jesus because of what will the people say? What will the people say? This There's no guilt for you. There's no condemnation in the love of Jesus that's calling out to you this morning that says, make your way. So this morning, if that is you, you know that you have to make your way to Jesus. I want to ask you that you just put up your hand for one moment. If that is you, you have to come back. You have to make your way to Jesus this morning. Let go of your past, your sinful nature. Let go. Put up your hand this morning. Come to Jesus, the one that took your sins. The one that takes, took all, his, all, all your sins on the cross. The one that took guilt, condemnation. The pain, the hurt, He took all of that on the cross. So if that is you, I'm going to ask you, put up your hand in one moment. Thank you. Put up your hands. If that is you, if you know you have to, this morning, make your way to Jesus, put up your hand. Thank you. Thank you. I see those hands. Thank you. I see those hands there at the top. And secondly, I want to ask you, Pastor said it, make your comeback. Maybe you stand here. You know, at some stage in your life, you served God, but you walked away. You, you allowed sin to come into your life. I want to ask you, if that is you, make your comeback this morning. Make your comeback. Make your way to Jesus this morning. Just put up your hand. If that is you, you have to reconcile with Jesus. You know one day you served Him, but not anymore. Put up your hand. We want to thank each one of you standing here in front that responded, that put up your hand, that made your way that made your way your life will never be the same I want to ask you as you stand here that you just close your eyes congregation and you standing in front of me just pray the following prayer with me Father thank you that I can come to you as a sinner and give my life to you I make my way to you this morning And I ask you, Father, accept me as I am. This morning, I give my life to you. I repent for my past. And I accept you as my Lord and Savior. As of today, I am a born-again Christian. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. family.
0: We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.